0: So you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this week's That's
1: What She Said. First, I want to tell you a story and then we're going to talk about knowing your defaults. And that is going to be that. And I just had a green smoothie, so I'm lisping a little bit because my tongue is a little bit numb. So you're going to have to deal with that too. How about that? First, I was in the Barnes & Noble the other week. I am sure that that is shocking to you. And I was very quiet. I was all by myself. And there was this little boy who was very quiet and all by himself in an aisle over from me. He couldn't see me. And he must be a Minecraft fan because he saw this Minecraft sword. And he looked around in awe and then he whispered as if somebody was going to hear him like, I, I think this is the best day of my life. And he looked around and he paused and they held the Minecraft sword over his head and went, yep, this is the best day of my life. And then he went off to find his mom and it made me so fucking happy That that's all it takes to make him happy. He didn't even buy the sword. He just found it all on his own. And it was the best day of his whole life. So may I suggest that we all collectively lower the bar for what the best days of our whole lives look like? Because it's never going to look like Pinterest or Kinfolk. But it could very easily look like finding a Minecraft sword in the middle of Barnes & Noble that you didn't even buy. So that's it. Lower your own bar. And now, knowing your defaults, uh, I have a book coming out soon, which is called All the Selves I Used to Be, and it's a poetry book. It's 69 poems from 1999 to 2016. And I asked my friend Brian to read it and to offer a review. And that was an incredibly intimidating thing to do because my friend Brian has been nominated for the Pulitzer Prize in Poetry twice. <laughs> I was like, hey, we'll just we'll shoot big. So he sent an email back, and I could see in the little Gmail preview that it said something like, sorry, this took so long or whatever. But I was sure in my brain that everything that came after that was, you're useless, you suck, this is terrible, and I'm not going to offer you a review. Who do you think you are? I was sure that was what was the case. So it took me three days to open this email. And of course, in the email, it's kind words after kind words after kind words. And it's lovely and wonderful and it made me cry a lot. And then I realized that that's my default, that when people are kind or terrible, so it's at either end of the spectrum, I retreat. So if something, if I believe that something truly, truly wonderful is happening, it's a little bit scary, like opening that email. And if I believe something that something truly, truly terrible is happening, Then I retreat, and I don't answer the email, which is what I assumed that email to be, actually, which was terrible. So my default is to retreat, and that's at one end of the spectrum. And at the other end of the spectrum, there are the people that double down. And we're going to call that recommit for the sake of having two Rs. So there are the people that retreat, and you go zero miles per hour. You just go to your bedroom, or your closet, or your basement, or your attic, or wherever it is that feels the most safe, and you stay there. So you physically move your body at zero miles per hour, but your mind tends to go at about 600 miles per hour. That's one end of the spectrum. At the other is the recommit, which is no, 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 no. I am never slowing down or going to my safe space. My body, you keep your body moving at about 600 miles an hour in the hopes that your mind will eventually just be so tired that it can't go anymore and that will get to zero miles an hour. So at the retreat end, you have all rest, and you don't get as much work done because you're hermiting. And at the recommit end, you get all the work done, but you don't have any rest whatsoever. And I think it's good, instead of acting like you're broken or you need to be fixed, I think it's good to just acknowledge where you are on the spectrum. I am an extreme retreater. Like, I could hermit with the best of them. If humanity disappeared for 10 days, I would be a little bit alarmed, but mostly like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Um... And then the recommit people are just all about, about go, 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 go. go. And they actually feel uncomfortable if they're not scheduled for 12 to 18 hours a day. So it's good to acknowledge where you are. It's good to embrace where you are because you probably can't change it. It's like your age. I mean, you can try and change it. Like you can go on a mass campaign to lie about your age, but really it's just, it is what it is. And so you embrace the nature of who you are. And I'm totally okay with that. And I hope you are too. And then you can actively counteract your defaults because they tend to go to one extreme or the other. At the extreme on the retreat side, you get really fucking lonely. And at the extreme on the recommit side, you get really fucking burnt out because you don't ever pause to take a break. So if you are a retreater or a hermiter, um, for lots of you, this is empaths too, that you feel all the feels. By the way, if you want to come to empaths, Email me, brandcamponline at gmail.com. Um, you tend to go hermity and you tend to just hide from people. So a couple of things you can do. One, answer the emails. Don't just open them or look at your phone on the match. Look on them. Look at them on your phone. Um, actually answer them. And number two, you can actually get out and talk and eat and laugh and drink with people. So if you make a commitment to be with humans, you stay with that commitment. Even though on the day of the commitment, you are not going to want to do it. Even for my very best friends in the whole world, on the day of the commitment, I just want to be at home. Unless I've committed for them to come over and then there's never an issue. (laughs) Me not leaving the house, people, fine. Me going to meet people elsewhere Always resistance. I went to a Hall & concert, and before that, there were hours and hours and hours of being at the pool with food and grilling and barbecue in summer, and I wanted to go to that less than I would want to go to my own funeral. And I still went, and it was a really good time, and I enjoyed myself, which is usually how it turns out. You have a really good time, and you enjoy yourself. So to actively counteract your hermit tendencies, answer the emails, answer the texts, answer the phone return all the communications that need to be returned. And then if you agree to go to something, actually go to it. Doesn't mean you accept all the invitations. Just means you go to the ones that you do accept, which is two different things. On the recommit side, the people that just like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I just need to go faster and harder for longer and recommit hard. I'm going to ask that you make space. And if you're like, how do I do that? I want you to scroll back. In the That's What She Said series, and there are four making space emails. You can make space for for email and for community and for not giving a fuck and for all sorts of things. Just start there. It's really simple, it's really short, and it's actually really powerful to make actively to make space in your life instead of to just say, I'm so busy, and use that as the excuse for everything that is wrong with your life. Because I can assure you that when you slow down, busy is not the only thing that's wrong with your life. It's just the way that you cover it up. I'm also going to ask you to celebrate well, because the retreat people will happily celebrate themselves and their time alone with just, you know, books and drinks and Netflix and sweatpants. And there's no shortage of celebrating the act of being alive when it comes to just having comfort and rest and respite from the world. The recommit people, however, are constantly busy. And so asking them to take a break is like asking them to punch themselves in the face. So when you celebrate well, I'm going to give you an example so that you can judge this person in the example instead of yourself. Uh, A friend of mine got her bachelor's degree on the side over the course of a period of years while keeping a full-time job. And when it came time for the degree to be presented to her in the form of a graduation ceremony, she said she wasn't going. And I was like, okay, well, what are you going to do to celebrate? And she was like, well, I'll celebrate when I get a master's degree. What in the actual fuck? Okay. You just spent years doing this thing and you're like, well, I'm going to celebrate when I, and then it's two years down the road. You can celebrate now and celebrate when you get a master's degree. Nobody that I know in the entirety of the world is going to be like, oh, a fucking bachelor's degree. That's not a reason to go out to dinner. Are you shitting me? So I forced her to go out to dinner and I sure she enjoyed it. But the point is that when you celebrate well, you allow other people to celebrate well. If you have a book that's on the New York Times bestseller seller list and you do not celebrate, I kind of want to punch you in the face because damn, someone has the dream of doing what you're doing or having what you're having. So celebrate. People all over the fucking world are jealous not of my income or of my pink hair or all that shit, I think when people look at me, and I'm never going to know this for sure because I don't get to be outside of me, but I think when people look at me, the thing they're most jealous of is that it seems like my time is my own, and it seems like I'm sort of off doing relatively fun things pretty often. And it seems like it because it's true, and I celebrate those things because they are hard-earned, and I celebrate on behalf of all the people that are trying to get to the point where their time is their own and to not celebrate, to act like I don't have a good life and to act like I'm not lucky and to act like my first world problems are the very worst is doing a disservice to the people who are actively striving for those things right now. So celebrate and invite others to celebrate with you. If you don't know how invite someone under the age of five to celebrate and they will celebrate absolutely anything as long as there's, you know, like ice cream or brownies or some sort of treat So you can enact the help of small people here to celebrate well. And then you're not wrong. You're not bad. It's not bad that you're scheduled for 18 hours a day. And it's not bad that you want to hide in your bedroom indefinitely. It's simply the way that you are. And there are ways that you can acknowledge it, which is helpful. There are ways that you can embrace it, which means that there are absolutely times when you're going to need to be scheduled for every minute of the day and times when you're going to need to retreat. And then there are times when you can actively counteract your default because it isn't always helpful. Sometimes it's harmful. Sometimes it can lead to you feeling lonely on the one end or to you feeling absolutely stressed out, burnt out, and like you haven't had a minute to yourself in forever on the other end. So, you know, just notice. And in the noticing, you can do the opposite of what your tendency is for just a bit to keep from sinking yourself further into a hole of your own making. And that's it. That's all. I hope that didn't sound too preachy. May you find the perfect version of your Minecraft sword, whatever that is. May you actually be interested in my poetry book when it comes out. I'll give you details later. (laughs) It's been a long time coming, that one. And uh, may you fully and totally embrace your default, but counteract it when necessary. Thank you so much for listening. You know where to find me, brandcamponline at gmail.com, brandcampblog.com. On Instagram, I'm cakehelp. On Facebook, I'm brandcamp. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening week after week after week. Hit me up, talk to me, let me know what you think or what you'd like to see on the podcast, and I will see you soon.
0: Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly, or not so quietly, scream-sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that.